0: Being a mom is the toughest job there is, and it doesn't come with instructions. So,
1: it's okay if you don't have all the answers. We'll figure it out together. This is Mom Brain with Hilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to Mom Brain. I'm Ilaria and I'm Daphne, and today we get to talk with our friend Brooklyn Decker, who is amazing, and she is going to organize all of our closets through her app. <laughs>
1: not personally, she's not, not showing not up personally. your house she, she, She's
2: showing up and going to do it. But I don't know if you guys remember Clueless, the part where like she like presses buttons and like she has uh, outfits like come together. Um, it's basically that, but even better because it will link to your online shopping and it will give you weather alerts. And tell you you know what how to dress for the day give you different tips um so she's amazing she's also the mother of two beautiful little
1: munchkins one and three so there she's in it it's a packed conversation about being a mother first and foremost being an entrepreneur having a startup running finery um her her clueless on steroids app Mm -hmm. and um you know, Something we talk about, which I think you guys are going to love, is the concept of self-care and how sometimes it can actually be more damaging than good. And how do we Reframe it and make it something that we um, redefine. That, re- that we redefine in a really positive, healthy way that actually makes us feel better and more productive in our lives, and not like we're failing at one more thing if you don't feel like you made time for self-care today. Because ultimately, I feel like and that's she's funny. Why she's so she's funny, hot, she's, and she's, you know, funny she's amazing. And she tells about her, told us about her favorite deodorant and, mm-hmm. and how to take care of an awesome short hair, which I think about all the time. So, do not miss this interview. Brooklyn, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you.
0: I literally have on the makeup. I wore to dinner last night and I just slept <laughs> in it and I woke up and I was like, this is going to have to work for me today. It works. It works. It We're works. really low key it's, here. It's going <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> should we have her introduce herself? Feel free to inflate, you know, go bombastic. Television. Yes, just make yourself sound really good. <laughs> Wonderful.
2: Um, should I do it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah go for it.
1: it.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, hey guys, I'm Brooklyn Decker. Uh, I... I do too many things in life. Um I have a company called Finery. It's basically the clueless closet on steroids. It's awesome. Sign up. It's free for now. Um I have two children, three and one. Um I'm an actress on a show called Grace and Frankie. I'm a mom. I already said that, didn't I? I have mom brain, which is why this <laughs> is so perfect. Um, And I'm and I'm a friend and a wife and all those other things we all try to be good at.
2: Well, cool Well, so that this whole clueless closet thing. I mean, I think you've you've tapped into something Completely genius because I think once we all see that movie we want that. Yeah, obviously I mean, I remember that plaid skirt the yellow plaid skirt with like the knee-high socks and they look so cute It was one of my only references to Alec before I met him but so tell me Please tell me how ex- how does it work? Walk us through yeah, the What process. is
1: Finery? Tell
0: us how it is. So basically, as you guys said, it's like the cl- it's the clues closet on steroids, we say. And how it works is you log in with your email. And if you think about when you shop online, you get those order confirmations. And they don't really do anything other than tell you you've made a purchase, right? And so what our tech does is it gets all of those order confirmations and then pulls those items that you've purchased into a closet for you. And the reason why that's significant is when you think about sort of like everything that we have on our phones, we have our music on our phone. We can book a travel on our phone. We have our baby monitor on our phone. We can change our thermostat. But the one thing we're spending the most money and time on is our clothing. I mean, it it has been proven that millennials will spend more money on their clothing than their education. I'll let that sit with you for a hot second. Wow! And there's nothing out there to help us manage it. And there's no way for us to actually see what we have when we're on the go. And so our tech gets all your items, pulls them into a wardrobe and it looks like Essentially like a shopping site, but instead of shopping, you're actually shopping your own
1: closet. And does it – so, so okay, it'll take everything you have in your closet, and will it auto-filter outfits for you? Like will it find, oh, this shirt that you bought pairs nicely with these pants? And will it say this shirt that you just bought would go really nicely with these pants, which are on sale right now on ShopBop, go and buy
0: Yes, it does. So there's a wish list component. So like it's, we have a Pinterest button. It's like a Pinterest button. It's a browser extension that follows you on any shopping site. So if you're shopping for your kids, your home, yourself, you're not supposed to use it for your home and your kids and your spouse, but I do. But if you can, <laughs> if you're on any shopping platform, you can save all those items. Cause you know, like carts expire or you close out a browser and you forget what you were looking at or what you're going to mm-hmm. buy. You can add all those items to your wishlist, and then we let you know when they're going on sale. You can click any item and you put see it styled, and we give you a styled look with wow. your item. We give you, like one of the biggest tools that our users love, two of them, is that we give you return notifications. So like when you buy something online, every retailer, like one retailer has seven days to return, right. one has right. 30 days to return. So we send you a notification three days before you have to return something. Like, hey, don't forget, if you if those jeans don't fit, send them back today. And we also give you weather alerts. So a lot of our of our users are like, listen, I for some reason, it seems really easy to check the weather. But it's like, I want you to tell me when it's going to be humid and 95 degrees outside so I don't wear silk and sweat through it on my way to work. And so we give you weather notifications with a little tip just to make getting dressed easier.
2: That's so genius. This is, like now, an- <clears throat> is it only new clothes that you're that can be like if like you have to have it online or you can take a picture of what's in your closet already? You can absolutely take a
0: picture. We want that to be sort of the last resort because it it takes time, right? Like it takes time to go through your closet and photograph, photograph everything, but you absolutely can, especially if something's vintage. But with the browser extension, if you just Google any item like Zara polka dot shirt or whatever you bought, whether it was five years ago or last week, if a picture comes up on Google, you can add it. But when you log in with finery, we get 10 to 12 years of your wardrobe related purchase history. So we're getting all of those items from the last 10 years, which is really cool because So many women log in and they're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. I owned that gray blazer from five years ago. I just bought one, two months ago. What was I thinking? I already own this. And I think a big part of our sort of redundant shopping for women is that we forget what we own because it's like collecting dust in the back of our closet or it's folded away under somewhere it's tucked away in a box. And so to just be able to see what you have, it's so smart you That's know what so I think true. would
1: also be super helpful for me personally is if you kept a log of like, you have not worn this item in mm. two years. Give it yes. away. <laughs> get, get, it. Rid it. <laughs> like,
2: get rid of it. Get or, rid or of it or bring it back in. Or bring it, yes. bring it back or, in. I, you know, it feels like it's new again. So I, I love Clueless, but another one of my favorite movies, probably my favorite movie, is Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh we know it, correct? And of then course. She, and, so, and do you remember that scene when they're going to go to the club and you see them like going through their rack of clothes and they're like, oh, I have nothing to wear. And it's like so many things. And that's essentially, yes. that's how I feel. And I'll buy something and it'll be nice. And then I get home and I, and I don't know how to style it. And so then I go back to my yoga pants and my sweater and my boots that I always wear. And then I go to parties. And I'm like, wow, these people are so fashionable and I wish I could be that way. And then I realize I have it in my closet. I just don't know how to use it.
1: Okay, let's. that's actually a really good point that I wanted to transition to with you Brooklyn because you do have two little kids. I mean, two under 3 is a really busy house. And yes. you are a model and a model mom and a businesswoman and your hats are numerous. How do you Okay, how do you make sure that you look your version of presentable every day? What is sort of your go-to outfit? How do you make yourself feel good and sexy and beautiful despite whatever sleeping 3 hours at night and and doing everything that busy working moms do That's a
0: really good question. And full disclosure, I haven't like I I really haven't been for months. To the point where, and I actually just put this on my social media a couple days ago. I was like, you know what, my New Year's resolution. And it's it's like it's funny given that like I have this platform that's supposed to help you get dressed, but I still like stay in my pajamas all day just because it's the easiest thing to do. You know, like I'll throw on sweats and a hoodie and take my kid to school just because it's easy. And I don't really feel good about that. Sure, it's comfortable. Trust me, I love to be in my sweatpants, but I don't like feel like I want to tackle the day that way. And so this year for my new year's resolution, I was like, I just want to get dressed every day. That's it. Like it seems, and people I feel like who, I mean, I think a lot of women can relate to that, whether or not they have children, but people specifically who aren't moms are like, why is it so hard to get dressed? But like until you have a baby spitting up on you and one screaming to make their lunch and you haven't slept and literally like I said to you guys earlier I'm wearing the makeup that I wore for dinner last night because I didn't wash my face last night or this morning.
1: But at least you put makeup you on just, for dinner, hey, right? I did, and I kept it. I was this like, this is called is efficiency. This is yes. efficiency. Multitasking. This is gonna You're have done. to last me a few
0: days. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And so my goal was I'm just going to get dressed every day. And I was like, for any followers who feel like they're stuck in a rut, you just want to get dressed, like join with me. And so we called the finery challenge and what's helped me and not to like plug this platform again and again, but truly what has helped me is, is, is going through my clothes the night before and creating a look the night before, and then getting up, going to my closet and putting on, because the thing is, is no one, no one has time to like rummage through, especially when they have kids pulling at them. Right. What again, whether or not they have kids, like very few people have that 20 minutes every morning to like go through their clothes and put together a look. So I do it ahead of time and it's helped a lot. And it's funny, like the day two of do, and by the way, in day three of the finery challenge, day two of the finery challenge, I was like, Oh, I'm already exhausted. Like, I just want to wear my sweats and then I put on an outfit and I felt like a professional real life adult. <laughs> like I felt like a grown up, and that in itself was just really powerful and like helped me, Tackle the day and I don't I don't really believe in self-care necessarily But that was like my little nugget of time in the morning where I felt like I was prepared to take on the day
2: No, it's it's huge You you always know that you've really gone into the whole like sweats world when people around you like you just put on I don't know like a different shirt or non-sweatpants you You put on a pair of jeans (laughs) And people are like (laughs) wow you look really nice today and you're like it's only because i'm not wearing my sweatpants
1: See I I think it's I think that's I think You're right. You can tell when people are getting a vision of you that you might not necessarily be that proud of when you're like, oh, I actually wear a waistband today. And now you're now now you're impressed. Um, But I think a lot of women and a lot of moms get up in the morning and, yeah, you're tired and there's a million people calling for your attention. But it's also body awareness. It's like, oh, I want to hide this part of me. I want to make myself. Yeah. Or accentuate this part of me. Exactly. Um. How do you I mean, is there is there in your obviously, you know, deep dive into the world of fashion and styling and women's closets and women's clothes and how we shop? Is there anything you've come across that's sort of like, here's the best tip for getting dressed in the morning so you feel amazing? Mm
0: -hmm. I love a blazer like I feel like it's a really simple rule, but I love a blazer because as a matter of fact, (laughs) I, I, I like love really fancy pajamas it's like the thing I spend money like on silk? I love like silk yeah like silk pajamas like I love looking like I stepped out of like 1895 and I have on like a silk <laughs> gown for a bed Did you do I the bonnet as is. well the yes. little bonnet I, I by the way I totally
1: <laughs> own bonnet it's insane like,
0: I look like I'm, getting, I'm totally
1: seeing you and Andy like that pitchfork picture. Yes, like, you, yes. Like, <laughs> Andy's like, who are you? Like, what decade are you living in? And, so, <laughs> and you're
2: like, oh, you know, it's hot. Come on.
0: Don't you yeah, it's crazy. really sexy. <laughs> like, <pretty American laughs> let me lift up my waistcoat. You know what I mean? So no, but for me, like, I, and I guess it's because I do spend so much time in my pajamas that I like really nice pajamas. But the reason I say that is because I literally one morning had silk pajamas on and was like, I don't want to get dressed. So I threw on a pair of leggings underneath a silk pajama shirt and put on a blazer. And everyone's like, wow, you look so professional. Where are you going? What meeting are you going to? And I was wearing pajamas. So I feel (laughs) like a classic good black blazer can really fudge anything. Like it can make anything... Even pajamas look pretty cool. I'm into
2: that. That's funny. See, this summer, I so I have like a little romper that I that I sleep in sometimes. And this
1: summer, I, took I you was like, i for a naked I, sleeper, actually.
2: Um, I mean, sometimes I'm breastfeeding, so sometimes the clothes do come off. But that's like, it's a process throughout the night. My nights are very wild. There's a, like a little baby that comes into our bed in the middle of the night. Sometimes toddlers as well. So yes, but no, not completely naked. No. no. I have, so I have a little romper and I brought the kids to camp in the romper. I put a sweatshirt over it. And then I went for a run in the romper. Wow. <laughs> so Fortunately, so I run really fast. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm literally running through town. No
0: one can <laughs> see us. I'm so impressed. I know. No. That's like triple duty wearing. Well, like you know
2: what? That. We're just maximizing our laundry. Um, well, you know what it is as well is that my kids are going to spit up and poop on me and all sorts of things. And I'm like, I want to wear a lot of cotton because then I can just take Do it you... off,
1: easy wash, and then put something else. Do you ever think back yeah. to how like women of the 50s and 60s did it though because they all had their clothes custom made to, for them like, stunningly like little, done yes. every day. And they, by the way, they had limited wardrobe. They mm-hmm. had, you know, seven outfits and they were all made perfectly for them but they were really nice material. And re- and the kids dressed that way too. Ki- but did they just, did their kids never spit on them? Did their I think kids that never- they were just, I think it was a stricter There was stricter standards back then. Mm. That's when anyone who has insight on that, please share with us. This
2: maybe this is where they were like, "Mike, my mother never hugged me." Oh, why? It was the outfit. It was the outfit. You stay over there. (laughs) Exactly. Do you know how long this took me to press this? Um, But you know what? One of the things that we talk a lot about on Mom Brain is self care, and I know that you, you know, you said that you're not a big believer in in self care, but I think, you know, I think certain thing like this, like dressing and, and you know, feeling yourself. And yes, we are focusing on these little beings that we've created um, and our relationships. But at the same time, it is important to, as we always say, put our oxygen mask on first. And I mean, I think like, you know, for me, it's hair, it's what I'm wearing, and maybe like an eye cream or mascara or something like that, or like my go to that I can feel like, as you said before, seize the day. So I mean, really, you know, being able to organize your closet, I think it's huge what you're doing. And I and literally, I feel like everybody who is seen clueless has wanted this. Absolutely. I'm, Wait, I
1: want to dig in on that. What do, you, what do you mean? You don't, do you, do you think self-care doesn't work or like you don't have time for it? Or what do you mean by that?
2: Okay. So
0: I, I, it's funny. I sort of like came to this, um, I guess revelation recently I was in the gynecologist and my gynecologist says to me, so what are you doing for self-care? Because I was talking about like, I was low in vitamin D and whatever we all are. Anyway, she was like, what are you doing for self-care? And I said, well, i I work, you know, and I hang out with my kids and she's like, that's not self care. (laughs) And I got home and I, and I was kind of frustrated by it. And I sort of was like, screw self care. And listen, I know that it's important. And I think it's incredibly important to take care of yourself and to sort of constantly sort of check in with like, am I doing okay? How can I be a better version of myself? So I'm a better version for everyone else. I think it's really important. But I also think that lately with sort of the self-care craze, it's turned into a, an item on a checklist that we have to check off. Right. And so like as a mom who has a full-time job and then is also an entrepreneur and has little babies. And of course all the obligations and responsibilities and love that we have for our friends and family feeling like I had to check the self-care box made me feel like I was failing myself. And I'm like, that's not healthy. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm not stacking up for everyone in my life. And then also feel like on top of that, I'm failing myself. And so I think someone recently said it actually perfectly because a friend of mine's a big believer in self-care. And she was like, look, I think the way that you're defining self-care is maybe wrong. And so maybe you need to look at self-care as, or maybe you need to look at the way you define self-care. It doesn't have to be going to an exercise class. It doesn't have to be getting a blowout. It doesn't have to be getting dressed. Like maybe your self-care is, you know, in the morning, like having a five minute cuddle with your kid or whatever that is. And so I think that I I should, I should sort of define what I mean by that, because I, I just think lately we've been talking about self-care in a way that makes it feel kind of unattainable when you have such a crazy chaotic life. And so my whole thing was like, forgive yourself. Like your life is chaotic, lean into the chaos, like delayed gratification is totally fine. You know, like it's okay. If we say I'm going to put self-care on the back burner and put like I want to learn Spanish. Like maybe I'll put that on the back burner and do that in three years because right now I don't have time to focus on it. So when I say I don't believe in self-care, that's really what it comes down to is I don't feel like the extra burden of feeling like you're letting yourself down is something that we should be conveying to women. I think redefining self-care is really important.
2: Uh, I mean, I think that self-care is exactly what you're talking about is a perspective of it. So it's not. It's not a tangible thing like, you know, going to an exercise class or getting a facial. I mean, that can be part of self-care, but it is also just how you're managing each moment. So that those moments when your kid has like spit up all over you and you're like, oh, my God, your, your blood is boiling. Something has happened and you just take a deep breath. That's self care, you know. Yeah. So we can be, and it's not just something that you should do once a day. It's something that you should be constantly. That is the ultimate multitasker. That is the base of I need to be taking care of myself and making sure that I'm I'm okay because I'm worth it. Um, so I, I think I think you're absolutely right that you know we've focused so much on self care as, and people are are monetizing it. You know, they're they're like, well, yeah, buy this right. self care, buy that self care. When yes. ultimately, self care is
1: simply how you are feeling within your body. Well, I also, I also think, though, it's it's about what you do to make yourself happy. Like, my resolution this year, because I similarly don't believe in setting unrealistic standards that then just make me feel like more of a failure. Like, I have more to-do lists that are endlessly growing that I could never possibly get through when I crash into bed at the end of the night and feel like, did I do anything today? <laughs> you know, did anything get crossed off? Yep. Um, my resolution is, I'm gonna spend 15 minutes before bed doing something that makes me really, truly happy. And I actually think that at the phase you're in right now where you are, I mean, Finery is what, a year old, a year and a half old? Yeah, 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 two years, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you are basically in, it is your third baby. You are in this incredibly intense, incredibly wonderful, fulfilling, obviously stressful also, but like, it makes you deeply happy to be a part of this company. So even though it's work, yes, and it tires you, yes you are filling something up in yourself doing that and maybe you don't go to the gym as often or maybe you don't get your hair blown out as often but and maybe you don't take your makeup off at night but, like,
2: <laughs> but you are which is you, genius in the because then you
1: just don't have to do it You're when well, you're taking it off you just have to put it back on the next day you know but um, but I, I think I think that's what I would love to try to redefine self care as is like where are the places and even if you don't change anything where are the places where you're looking for what you're already doing that makes you happy and I think for us as women and as moms to own our choices in that way is really powerful and important Um, because I feel like we're constantly feeling like we need to justify our choices to other people like we're like okay I went to the gym but like only for five minutes and like you know it's really what it's like you did that because some part of it made you happy because some of you wanted that and it, you get to do that. And like, you're worth it. <laughs> and Fancy, you're you're worth right. it, You are worth know, absolutely.
0: So absolutely. you do practice and I self-care. Right.
1: It's just yeah.
0: <laughs> I do. And, that, and that's true. I do because I am constantly checking in, like, am I being the best version of myself for myself, for my kids, for my husband? And so, yes, I, I absolutely do. I just think you guys, you guys nailed it. I think sort of the redefinition and sort of shaping it as, as the constant sort of check-in, like, Am I fulfilled is what I'm doing, filling my cup, or is it depleting me? If it's depleting me, like, let's figure something out. Let's figure out how we can transition. Right. And so I think you're absolutely right. I think my sort of rebellion against quote unquote self-care is the, the sort of putting it in a box and making it this unattainable thing that you feel like you can't quite achieve. Do you know what I mean? And and I, and and I, Hillary, I think you're right. Like, I think people are really monetizing on that. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that, but I just I, I think it's really important for women to say like, look, I may not have time for this, that, and that, but I did have that 15 minutes before bedtime to take a few deep breaths and like take inventory of what made me happy today, and that in itself is really healthy, and again fills your cup.
2: Well, a lot of it is also how are we capable of understanding self care because you know, I'll, I'm so I'm a yoga teacher, um, and in the fitness world people are constantly searching for the next gimmick, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people will be like, all right, what do I need to do to look like this, eat like this, feel like this? And I want it to be like basically taking a pill. And I mean, I, I can do these little exercises that we do on my Instagram throughout the day. But ultimately, it is a lifestyle change. All of it is a lifestyle change. And self-care is a lifestyle change. Now, taking the 15 minutes or reminding yourself every once in a while to take a deep breath, that's what we have to do to retrain ourselves, especially when we've been so focused on taking care of other people, so focused on feeling like I, I don't want to be called selfish if I'm going and taking some time for myself and that sort of that battle with self-worth and constantly having to apologize like, oh, yeah, well, I did go and get a massage. Today. Eh, you know, and you, you feel like, bad about it later. And it's like, good for you. You should be happy about that, you know. um, And so it's getting away from the gimmick. But but at the same time, we have to have these little reminders, not just like here and with our like, you know, our community of being able to remind each other that we're that we're worth it. But also, you know, within ourselves, like last night, I lay on the couch. And I was like, I am going to have cereal for dinner. I'm going to lay on the couch. I'm so tired. And I am not going to go out. I'm not going to cook. I'm not going to do anything. Everybody is sleeping. And this is what's going to happen. And that was my like, that was your bliss. That was my bliss. It was amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> you deserve that. I, love I that. deserved Sometimes it. It deserve was great. That. Sometimes
1: cereal is just like the greatest it meal. Great. I don't know why. There's like a raisin Very, brand, it was com- very comforting. <laughs> so, so speaking of lifestyle changes and given that you are such a multi-hyphenate and a founder in particular, how do you How do you create boundaries where you don't always feel like you need to bring your work home with you? Or how do you feel like when you're enjoying time with your family, you're not also on call all the time?
0: That's a good question. I think it's something I'm still navigating and and still really trying to figure out. And I don't think I've necessarily created the perfect boundaries at this point. I think the good thing is that with Finery specifically, my co-founder and I are both females. And so I think not to say that males are not understanding, but I definitely think a woman sort of understands the the, you know, the responsibilities on a, on a, on a woman's time. And so, you know, like our head of growth is a mom as well. And so I think there's just an inherent understanding in our company that like, Hey, go, you have your anniversary, like go enjoy your dinner or, Oh, you have your kids Christmas show. Go enjoy that. Whatever it is. I think there's just a deeper understanding because the people who started the company are women and that's awesome. And that's why it's awesome to be in a company like this, but you know, I think in a startup world specifically, It never stops. It's a 24 hour cycle. And so I do think I need to get better about just laying off the phone, laying off the work calls, finding sort of those boundaries. And I haven't done that yet. I mean, I will say, you know, we kind of, we live in, like we we live in Austin, Texas, and then we escape to the mountains of North Carolina, which, I mean, we're so lucky to be able to do that. But I think Quite literally escaping, where like there's no cell phone service and you have to reconnect with nature. That is like therapy for me and for our family. It's just wonderful. And so I think, you know, whatever that thing is, I think either being forced to disconnect or just saying like, we're not going to have our phones at dinner and like our kids don't get our phones and we don't have our phones at dinner. And that's a small thing. But um, in short, I think I definitely need to find those boundaries because I don't think I've done a good job of creating them so far.
1: Well, it's hard. I mean, I can imagine the creep of it, and people feeling like you're constantly accessible, and it's your company, and they would they would feel it's it, it. I don't know you that well, but just feeling like I can imagine your employees feel like you are their friend, and they're like, oh, we're just gonna text Brooklyn and find out if she likes what we're doing. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who will set specific like. So that it makes it very important and very powerful when they are available to their um, colleagues and staff and everything. They're like, I'm available from 10 to 11 and from 4 to 5. And that's pretty much bring me your questions then. Or they'll yeah. do or they'll set times to do emails. Like I know people who will only do emails for one hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon, one hour at night. And that's it because there are these kind of secret sinkholes that really eat so much of your time and that make you and they do make you feel constantly accessible, which obviously we've always been told is a great thing. But I think can also feel very draining when you feel like, well, when am I supposed to make time for my kids and my husband and my family and my uh, everything else I'm trying to juggle? So um, I think that was a really honest answer. And it's it's something we all I definitely we struggle all str- with. We it's, all struggle it's hard. With it. it's
2: and really then teaching hard. our kids as well. You know, my, Carmen is walking around with a, a, for a toy phone that isn't even like electronic. It's literally like a plastic Thing so she's five. I was pregnant. But do you remember when we were at the Met Gala? Yes, I do. And I, I do. was pregnant with her. now. Yes. And now I have four. That was number one. I, I, <laughs> I know. So, so, sad. I'm so I happy four. for you. I know. Um, and you
0: were so lovely that night, by the way. I, I didn't know anyone, and you were just with me the whole we, time. You yeah, no, we
2: we just hung out. I was That's telling Daphne. So so we just hung out. Well, it's, a, it's kind of an intimidating scene. There's like a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people, and they were like, I, f- I forget. It was like um. Like punk rock night Or something yes. like that So yes. they looked like oh. Extra intimidating And we were just like we Did just you take out. a good Bathroom selfie We didn't Next we time didn't. Next time Surprisingly <laughs> if I was pregnant You'd think I'd had to pee I don't even remember At the bathroom <laughs> I don't either I just remember
0: It's like everyone It's so funny At those kind of events Like no one feels Like they belong yes. And they're all trying To pretend like they belong yes. So I feel like When you're just vulnerable And you're like I don't know anyone here, <laughs> and, and I feel out of place. Which
2: I feel like it's what you and I did. You had yes. an awesome time. We had just the best time. We, we just sat next to each so other and fun. talked the whole time. So We had a good time. But um, but going back to Carmen, I mean, she she just walks around with this like pretend phone. She wants to leave with her phone and her wallet, like I do in my hand. She That's like so funny. she like you know walks around with her hand on her hip, which I don't think I do. Although maybe I have to start looking <laughs> yeah. at that. Um, but yeah, um, no, I mean, we have to look what we're how we're um you know, being examples for our, for our kids. Um, so your kids are how many months apart? They are 26 months apart. So, okay. So a little over two years, how do they get along? Yeah.
0: They, so they have been awesome. Like my daughter worships my son, my, my daughter's one, she's the little one. And she worships Hank, my son. Um, and he's been a wonderful, he's like a really sensitive, loving boy. But lately he's like, now Stevie, he's gotten this little attitude with her. And I think it's because she's like walking. She's getting more vocal. She's stealing his toys. She's like, she's kind of, she's a pretty aggressive, like boss-like child. And it's so (laughs) funny. Like, I knew they would come out differently, but I think until you have kids, like for some reason, I was like, oh, she's going to be a girl version of Hank. Like, I just, I don't know what that projection on her was, but I just thought that. But like, they come out their own people, as you guys well know. And she is so aggressive and like she's gonna get what she wants and she'll she'll slap you like she's one year old i mean it's it's frightening and so i think hank is sort of like who is this little dynamo and he's definitely getting a little bit more protective these days like he's having to stand up for
1: himself which i kind of love is that you as a kid are you more like hank or more like stevie
0: i definitely think i'm more like hank like my husband is like just like a ball of fire he's really he's like confrontational. And although now he's not, but he, you know, he used to be an athlete and when he was playing, he was like a pretty sort of aggressive player. And so I feel like that energy, that spirit comes from him. Whereas Hank's very, just like, I do not want consider myself sensitive, but I definitely think Hank and I have similar personalities and Stevie and Andy do, but then they're their own people. Yeah, like um, they do totally things and we're like, that's a weird, that's you. They're just their own little beings. And that's super cool. Like I, I, I remember, remember, remember
1: that. that that being one of the freakiest parts about becoming a a mom for the first time and then seeing each of the subsequent children becoming the same thing where it's like they're born. And before you have kids, you kind of don't know what to make of nature versus nurture. You kind of assume they're going to come out and either be just like you or just like your partner, or they're going to, um, you know, you'll be able to craft them as you see fit. (laughs) They come out. It is from day one, my oldest Philomena, um, I remember putting her in the swaddle and, you know, they're like, make sure she lies on her back. Do not let her lie on her stomach. All this stuff. She day one rolled to her side, categorically refused to be put on her back, broke out of her swaddle by the first week. Like in this is so her. I mean, it's just so her personality. Um, and it's funny to me because you do think. I mean, you just think about the biology of it, like cells dividing and somehow personality is born. It's the weirdest it's the, thing, but it's I soul. love it. Well, the amazing <laughs> thing,
2: so you have, you have one of each. If you decide to go for a third, the amazing thing is that you have your boy and you're like, okay, boys are like Andy this. and I make this kind of boy. <laughs> yeah. This is our girl. Okay, this is what we make. And then you have another one, which is going to be one of the two genders, and then you're going to be like completely different. Yeah. I had Carmen and then I had three boys in a row and they're so different. Oh, so so funny and then, like really as a parent man.
0: you're like do how do I just knock get in the way like how do I nurture them but then like with Hank I mean every parent thinks their kid's like a genius and perfect and I absolutely believe which that. He, is. <laughs> obviously. Obviously, but, like, he, he is, is. like <laughs> and 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 are like how do we just support him and get out of his way and not hold him back like what does a parent do you do so that you're loving and obviously you're present and there and sort of encouraging their growth but also like I don't want to put my ness my Mm -hmm. thing onto you. I want you to be your own little person and not be influenced by like weird biases that I may have or be conditioned to have. And so we're constantly talking about that too. Like, how do we make sure that they flourish as their own little individuals? And it's hard. It's hard. You know, you like want to impart your values and you want to share your experiences and them to learn from your mistakes. But sometimes you're like, no, they just they gotta learn from their own mistakes. Like they have to make the same,
2: it's so interesting. Have you ever read, um, you've read The Prophet? Have you read The Prophet no, haven't. Okay, read The Prophet, Khalil Gibran on children. I think it's like the second or the third poem in it. That's like, okay. it's exactly what you're talking about, about how okay. like basically, you know, right. our, our children belong to the future. Don't try to make them like you. But but seek to be like them. I mean, it's like it's going to make you tear up. It's an an amazing, amazing, amazing passage. I love that.
1: What's something that because you're a three year old, I know that's the age where it sort of started happening for me. But maybe, I mean, Stevie sounds like a firecracker. Maybe she already has. What's something your kids have done that have just totally floored you or like put you on your heels? You had no idea how to respond. And you were just like, oh, this is parenting with no plan.
0: (laughs) So I feel like Hank does that all the time because he's like hanging out with a 30 year old, which is really interesting. And he picks up on everything like all kids do. But recently, and by the way, this kid is like a gentle, loving, soft spirit to the point where i'm like dude you're gonna have to face some real life stuff soon like you gotta figure that out tough enough <laughs> yeah exactly he's like a sweet gentle soul and um i don't even know i'm sure he heard this word from us but andy was getting after him for something and he looks down and you could tell he was like should i say it he's thinking in <laughs> his head should i say this i know it's not nice he's three and he looks at nandy and he goes Douchebag. Calls my husband a douchebag. And I, Andy and I, our jaws were on the floor, and I go, What did you just say? And he's like, he sort of looks like, oh gosh, like oh he gosh, I shouldn't said it. it. It's oh. clearly a bad word. And he was like, douchebag. And I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Andy's trying so hard not to laugh. And then Andy goes, You do not call your father a douchebag. Like trying, and both of us are like holding back tears, <laughs> trying not to laugh. And he's like, I'm sorry, Dada. And, like first it was oh. so hysterical. Oh my God. And I called my mom. I called call my mom right after, and she was like, Finally, this ha- the is happening to you. Finally, she's like being a grandparent is the best. She's like this is so worth it. You're getting payback, and like I was a good kid, but she's just like finally, like kids will break your heart every day. And she's like, and finally, you were getting the payback, and it's it was just one of those moments where like you have to discipline, but it's so funny, and also it's so like funny. how did you use that word in context, and like it just it's amazing. It was just one of those funny. Moment. that's oh. so funny it's awesome it's
2: awesome R- rafa my three-year-old knows that he's not allowed to say stupid um and so he'll try to be creative so he'll be like stupid pendus <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna add a few more syllables on the walk, end and he'll be like so mad at you walks away and he goes stupid and then you like count to like five and he goes pendus <laughs> <laughs> He's so you know, smart, very, so 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 very, very clever. They but then he, clever. last night he asked me at dinner, he asked me, he asked me, he asked me he's like, What does stupid mean? And I'm okay, like, but oh, Can we talk he about the know. Fact he just knows he, he can't say it. They
1: won't remember the 8 million other words you use with great frequency <laughs> around them all the time. And yet somehow it's like radar. Like like for the one back, time great, you dropped douchebag. It? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's about the, it, like it's so true. You're trying to give, the, like you're trying to
0: build your vocabulary and use all these like wonderfully sophisticated words. Exactly. <laughs> and they remember douchebag. Oh my goodness. Let's ask it was her, so
2: good. We're going to ask you, so we do this thing on our podcast about our favorite things and it could be our favorite diaper. It could be our favorite under eye concealer. It could be our favorite deodorant. It could be our favorite activity or it could be the fact that you don't wash your face yesterday. Now no, <laughs> (laughs) I mean, it literally, so what is your like, what's something that you're kind of obsessed with right now?
0: So I just, I have, this is so, I'm a very stinky person. Like I, I sweat profusely in my armpits and I always just like, I'm a body odor person. I just always have been, it's absolutely disgusting. And I have tried every deodorant under the stars, like every, everything you can imagine I've tried. (laughs) And my mom recently introduced me to this deodorant called just the goods Mm. It's a roll on you it like it it comes out of Canada. I don't know what's in it, but for the first time, I don't stink. I don't know who makes it. I don't know. Like I know nothing about it other than it works and it's all natural, which I, which I kind of love. Um, it's like aluminum free and all that good stuff, but it's called just the goods. And for anyone who has really stinky pits, like I do, I highly recommend you try it, but I, Wait. my mom literally just introduced it to me and it's amazing.
1: I so, love this. they apparently are deodorant obsessed. obsessed and natural deodorant yes. obsessed because yes. I, you know. I, I oh my gosh! I'm so excited to go through this whole website. Handmade, affordable, natural skincare for everyone. Oh, oh I cannot yes. wait! Wow, no, try can, can, it. It's awesome. Can I ask you one question before we let you go? You of have course. such cute short hair. Can you talk to us about your care regimen? Should I cut my hair? Do you love it? Tell it. <laughs> tell me everything about being short-haired.
2: Okay, <laughs> short hair. So... <laughs> like a cat. Being
1: a short hair. I... Being a short hair <laughs>
0: lady. <laughs> i love it because i feel really cool with short hair like i feel like when you have short hair you look edgy and Mm -hmm. clearly that's something i'm looking for these days but I'm like, I, yeah, I'm a, a suburban mom in Texas, but I have short hair guys. Like, I don't know what it is. That makes me feel very cool. Um, I actually find it if they do an undercut, right. So if they kind of thin it out underneath, it's super easy to style. You just put product in it and go. Um, and so I highly recommend it. The only thing is it's not like, if you want to put your hair back all the time, which I'm one of those people who wants to put my hair back all the time, it's a little tricky. Um, But I love it. I say go for it. Although your hair is so beautiful, is well, like I don't know. Mane, it's I, your main. It's a
1: it's a it's a signature. I like my hair a lot, but I look at hair like yours. And I know just it like, just oh, looks really cool, right? It's so cool. You do look edgy. You look very thank you. Very nice. And I just imagine <laughs> myself like scrunching some good pomade in there and running. And I. But you you also nice. look like you have low
2: maintenance hair.
1: Do you have low maintenance hair?
0: It's actually
2: really so. I just had it colored a
0: couple of days ago. So actually, I haven't washed it since Sunday.
2: Is today Friday? Ah oh, uh, yes. yeah, it's been a while. You know what? So That's kinda go it's, it's the oils. It's the oils. Exactly. roll a little bit of the deodorant right into your scalp. So you smell disgusting. That. Oh my gosh. No, I'm you're like like mortified.
0: Is... I'm so disgusting. It's okay it's good you... We're on Skype. We
2: can't smell you from here. <laughs>
0: That's why I did it via Skype so you guys couldn't smell me. Um and I didn't have to shower. She's no, actually I, in New York. She's
2: pretending that she's, out yeah, she's
0: literally next to her. Brooklyn? Are you back there? <laughs> You're like, I can smell her from here. Um no, but it's it's I actually have my hair's really, really thick and kind of frizzy. Like it gets it kind of explodes with the moisture.
1: That's me. And so
0: that's why the undercutting really helps and just a ton of products. Like there's like a way makes like a wave, like a scrunchy thing you put in. That's awesome. And there's all these oils. You just lather stuff on, it's great. I love, I love having short hair, but also, so I cut my hair off, I don't know, six months ago and my son burst into tears. And my friend cut my hair this weekend again. And he goes, when she pulls out the scissors, run as fast as you can. That's what he told me. And so I promised him I would grow it long this summer. So I told him this is my last haircut. I'm going to grow it long again. So I'll see you guys in a few months and it'll be hopefully a little bit longer. Um, so but for fun. now, I think it's fun. Cut it. Why not? It'll grow back.
2: So well, fun. thank you so much. We're very grateful to have you on. And I can't wait to try out. the. Uh, I can't wait. I know. I'm so pumped thank to explore you. that whole
1: site. Thank you.
2: Thank you for having me. Guys. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay, Bye. perfect. And congrats
1: Bye. on Bye. Finery. so excited. Thank you. Bye, guys. Now it's time for our favorite things. Yes. And now it's time for our favorite things, where we get to share some of the things that are changing our lives this week and, uh, and things we think you guys will love. So I'm going to go first because I have it sitting in my Amazon cart right now. Um, my favorite thing this week is actually, so I've got, I've got a Philomena's almost five. John is three. Nika is 13 months. And I'm a big fan of, you know, putting all their dinners all at once. And the problem when you put all the toddlers meals out at once is that inevitably, you know, just in time for you to put the pasta bowl down in front of one, the other one's flipped it over and the other one's throwing food out of their out of their plate and that I mean it's just it is so crazy. So I have invested in <laughs> these things called they're baby placemats basically. But they are food they're made from food grade silicone and um and they basically suction to any surface you put them down on and they come with really cute partitions like I bought this one it's from lead solver I literally just if you google baby placemat food grade I silicone I have those they're they're awesome. great and you know what they're also good for painting projects so, oh any arts and crafts mm-hmm. anything because they because uh, they'll like let you divide the food into different compartments so you can also teach your kids about this is a main course you know this is a side course more and more in terms of like oh we're gonna have a side course of mac and cheese if you get through your main course of, I don't know, if you want to do broccoli and brown rice or eggs or whatever it is that you decide that you want your kids to have. But it's nice to show them you can have all this different variety. You can keep it in, in a nice little contained container like this. It keeps your life a little bit cleaner. At least things don't go toppling off the table. And the kids, I find, really like having this set up when they, when they come to sit down. I feel like they feel like they're being presented this um you know slightly refined version of the same old kid food that i'm still feeding them but it's it feels upgraded to them and and i think because of that there is i certainly felt this way growing up we would sit down for a family meal and it was you know there's nothing fancy about it it was it was bowls in the center of the table and we all ate together but it was uh, it was a an experience and it was a a moment and i think you know as much as possible I, I try to create that for our kids and i feel like there's something about setting them in front of their place with their placemat with their things on it um and sitting together and enjoying the day that that and during the, the you know time at the end of the day, especially that makes um, that makes them a little bit more willing to try everything. We have a rule in our house that big kids try everything once, um, and it makes them a little bit more willing to. At least like take a look at things and poke around in things and then, you know, slowly but surely you get out of the picky habit, the picky eater habit. I'm a big fan of those as well. Um,
2: mine this week is something that is all the rage with teenagers. And I've been seeing for like I feel like years and I finally uh, got my very own. Um, it's what are these even called? Is it, It's pop sockets. What's this thing called? It's a pop socket. Pop socket. <laughs> pop socket. It's a pop, pop socket, socket. Mm-hmm. it's a pop socket see I didn't even know what it was but it's like that thing that people paste on the back of their phones and and then they can like pop it out and then you can hold it which for me is really great because I'm usually holding children as well and so I find that I drop my phone a lot less mine says I just really like llamas okay um, because I actually really do like llamas um, because I feel like they're very honest. They don't like you, they will spit on you. And I'm just not that person. I'm a super really nice Namaste person. <laughs> so I feel like just having like the 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 yin to my yang. Um, the yang to my yin whichever which, whichever classification we want to give to me it's just kind of like there there we go but he's like a namaste one who's smiling so it's like apparently he likes me
1: do you think most um, of your friends are really bitchy to counterbalance all your mama stain i
2: definitely have some that are like surprisingly bitchy but i <laughs> know i have like nice ones and then i have like ones that are not and then like but then they're like the ones that you can tell them that they're that way mm-hmm. and like oh
1: my god you and they're kind stop. of proud of it
2: they're totally proud of it and they're like i know i know i know and i'm like yeah that's not nice and they're like okay that's why you're, you're my friend so i like can check them but um but yeah Yes. Um, And then I also just like fidget with this thing a lot. So there's a lot of like fidgeting going with this pop socket thing. <laughs> that is mine. I feel like we should all get one, and um, and we it makes us younger, right? I look like the cool kids on very the very hip, very so hip. cool right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of not dropping my phone, though. I cause I drop it constantly. It just slips right out of yes, my hand.
2: Well, see, you need to get I one do. of these. Try it. Try it. I do. It I like lawns, yeah. so you know. I, yeah. you know. I will find one for you. It's, it, like, it's like four bucks. It's, it's kind of nice. Yeah, it is Could nice. You spot right. Me? <laughs> 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 I'm going to Amazon it to your house it's been great <laughs> thank you
1: so thank you for listening please rate review, review.
2: subscribe
1: rate reviews and swipe up online <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next week all right bye
0: this is mom brain with alaria baldwin and daphne oz mom brain is a gallery media group production.